This week, I am chatting to Trina McCarthy, who regular viewers of Expose will know well as a beauty expert. And of course, she has her weekly column in The Life magazine, which goes with your Sunday Independent. Trina is always a pleasure to hang out with, and she really is a tonic. Um, when we film with her, there's never enough time for a proper chat. So I was so happy she made time to call out and actually record this podcast with us. Um, even though she now has two gorgeous kids, being a mum has not taken the twinkle out of Trina's eye. In fact, I think she is bolder than ever. I hope you enjoy this. So joining me today is... I want to say reformed party girl, but I don't think you're reformed at all. Will we talk about what we were talking about before? <laughs> well, normally I don't drink, but when I do drink, I don't drink normally. It's <laughs> basically oh, that how is it perfect. is. Perfect. You <laughs> live say by that again. rule. Normally I don't drink, but when I do drink, I don't drink normally. Um, yes. You are one of the funnest people to be in the company of. You always come away from an encounter with you feeling lighter and you're just great crack and everyone who knows you from TV will testify to that and that's why you're so popular and those pregnancy hormones are doing crazy things to your head but it's true can I go back though who was Trina before like obviously we want to talk about parenthood within this podcast but who were you before before Minnie before Maxim before Will tell us about life before you had kids Party McCarthy. Yeah. I really was. I was out there at every single party that was going, but I had to reinvent myself. I kissed every boy, drank every drink, uh, smoked the butts out of the ashtray. There was nothing left for me to do, only become Mother Trina. I needed a reinvention, just like Madonna does every seven months. Every seven, every seven months. Every seven years. <laughs> That's a quick turnaround, Madonna. <laughs> so I, I always feel like coming into parenthood was a really good time for me. I was. 37 almost 38 when I met Will my better half so I had um, and where were you at in your life at that stage were you like I don't think I'm going to meet somebody who's right for me I mean you had been engaged a couple of times already at that stage hadn't you four times four times yes. I was lucky enough to get one guy to ask me you got four proposals I know I was like the Elizabeth Elizabeth <laughs> Taylor of engagements you know I had four Will is actually my fifth engagement can, or, yeah engagement can you believe that so yeah, I had, it was sometimes just easier to stay in a relationship and to get engaged and to get out of it. You know the way nuns say that they prefer to stay in rather than in the whole the hassle it is <laughs> to leave the nunhood. Why am I making a, 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 <laughs> an analogy, analogy about you that? A nun. But um, so wow. I, I had actually decided at 37, nearly 38, that perhaps marriage and babies was not going to happen for me. And so I had kind of aligned myself with my friends who also were single, didn't have babies. And I was actually fine about that. I actually mm. thought, I was thinking about moving to New York at that point, just before I met Will, because prior to that, my younger sister, Tricia, had been terribly unwell and she had breast cancer and sadly passed away um, when I was 36, 35, 36, yeah. And so before that, like every day was like an arrow pointing in her direction. How yeah. was she today? You know, I needed to be in Ireland um, and then after she passed away, I was like, I can actually work from anywhere I want to. So I was kind of just getting into my head that I'm going to be single. I'm not going to have children. And I'm actually fine with that. And then what do I do? I go to a party. Where else? And I meet Will. And he is five and a half years younger than me. People are always very surprised at that because I'm so bloody immature. And he's quite <laughs> mature. <laughs> Nobody ever guesses. And so, so he was only 31 and I was nearly 38, and he was the one that really wanted children straight away. He always knew that he wanted children. And he said he saw me 
and he could see that I was a bit shook that you know I needed a bit of TLC and he kind of put me back together really because I'd had a rough time before that a lot of stuff had happened and um, I actually just watched that movie Tully um, recently mm. with Charlie's uh, theorem about motherhood and it's not all the you know warm fluffy it's not the bits. Instagram version yeah. of motherhood it's yeah. like the leaking boobs and the, all that mm. and so there's a line in it that really stuck with me she said girls don't heal I'm wearing a lot you know of yeah. concealer and it's true you know we don't really heal I thought that's a very strong line and so I was quite battered and bruised at 37 relationships hadn't worked out a lot of you know things you know I think I got to 37 I thought how have I ended up down this road this isn't where I was supposed to be but now that I'm here so we'll have a little look around and we'll see what we can do because I'm always like silver linings you know or you know trying to see the best yeah you're a very positive person so were you open to relationship then at that point in time when you met Will um not really. And I gave him a bit of a, a hard time. I didn't really, um, you know, which actually worked to my benefit. I was just like, no, I'm not really interested. Uh, and so he really enjoyed the chase. He was like, right. oh, 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 this one. And the more he was like saying, come on. And we became friends on Facebook. <laughs> and um, I remember he sent me a message one morning um, after we joined friends on, on Facebook. And uh, we'd been at a a party together and he was like so um last night was bittersweet bitter because i'm slightly hungover at work today sweet because i got to meet you la 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 the most beautiful written uh, message ever and i send back sorry who's this <laughs> <laughs> so he really enjoyed that i wasn't like running after him mm. type of thing and how was he different from your previous partners um how was he different very very confident guy yeah. I think and I really like that in somebody it makes me feel more confident when I'm around him very very sure of himself mm-hmm. but also very sensitive very self-aware like has taught me more about myself than I never knew like stuff I'm like how did I not know that really? you know how come you can you've told me this um so he I know it's cheesy and but he actually makes me a better version of myself. <laughs> it's just, we're just a good combination, yeah. you know, and we just literally, we met at the right time and we were a good team as well. Yeah. I think that's very important. And the people that are listening that are like going, rolling Barfing. their eyes around Barfing. the back of their head, I apologize. I don't no, no, normally. No, but that's the thing. You're very real with it. You know yeah. what I mean? And then, so Will obviously wanted kids early on. Yeah. Did you take any convincing? Like how far into your relationship were you before you were like, okay, let's, you know, get on the baby train? Um, we were together about, now bear in mind, I was nearly 38. I was, actually Will organized my 38th birthday for me. And and we'd met in the March. My birthday's the end of July. And it was around then that he was like, ooh, 38, you know, better start thinking about babies. And now the relationship moved very quick after Did the it. initial um, me going, not at home. And because he was so, he's very well brought up and very well spoken. I was like, no way. Why, why would he want to go out with me? I don't want to go out with him. And, uh, and he's younger than me. I put all the obstacles and walls and, you know, um, but then once I, you know, let him in, um, it moved very quickly then. And we literally got on like a house and fire. Did you move in quickly together? 
We we did, yeah. We um, I remember we were only together about two weeks, and we were down buying the Sunday papers, and he bought brazen out, bought a, a toothbrush for himself, uh, and just popped it into the basket as well. And I was like, Aww. where are you going with that? But it was it was very easy, and you know, um. So, so he's there so telling he's, you the biological yeah, clock is ticking. Yeah, telling me. And yeah. I'm going, I'll be glad. <laughs> and uh, we then just, it was very natural. I'd never felt like that with anyone before. I actually wasn't crazy about having children. You know, I'm one of eight children. I'm the eldest girl of eight. So wow. I know what it's like to look after little babies. Whereas Will had actually never held a baby in his arms till he held his own son um, <gasps> yeah so he had no notion but he's a very good dad as well though like some people are born to be fathers and he definitely is one and he says the same about me he was like I could tell you were born to be a mum Trina and I'm like oh, how could you tell that I was like a lunatic when you met me and he was like no I could tell by he's two cats um, Sybil and Basil and he was like you were always so kind to the cats <laughs> Seal the deal. But you know what? When I was researching you and you know, you mentioned your gorgeous sister Trisha, like you were very maternal to her, yeah. weren't you, when yeah. you were kids? Because what was the age gap or what age were you when she arrived years, at five and a half years? Made. So the exact same um age difference wow. between Will and I, which is a bit weird. So Crazy. Trisha went off and Will arrived, which is strange. And then of course Maxie, my son, was born on Trisha's birthday. Wow. Um, two years after she, three years after she died of all the days you know to, like you couldn't plan that but um now I've lost my train of thought do you think because you were the eldest of eight yeah because um, there's always I think even if you know parents try not to the eldest becomes the one that gets the burden of being a, a bit more responsible maybe a bit of a role model did you rebel a bit against that yeah do you think, I growing feel up? when I was younger being the eldest girl and like my mum literally every two years there was a baby on her hip and a baby yeah. in her tummy yeah and so I some children have um dolls to play with and kitchens I had real dolls and yeah. I had a real kitchen to yeah. play in so I probably didn't have an awful I didn't have a childhood that was filled with like playing and you know wasn't frivolous like you jobs there was a lot of jobs to be done and then I grew up on a farm so there were lots of the men had it was very traditional the men had to be fed and you know we were the little women inside you know cooking and cleaning and the boys all worked outside so there was a lot of hard work growing up which probably gave me a good work ethic as well but I remember at 16 doing my leaving cert and moving away and being like whew I want to, you know, yeah. break free now and, and, yeah. and enjoy myself. So I kind of then in my 20s, okay, I was crazy in my teens. And then my 20s, I, I was like so grown up and used to love wearing like a suit and would never go out during the week. And I was working as a, a buyer. And then I flipped totally again in my 30s and became a party McCarthy. So so by the time I was 37, then I met Will, I think I it was a good time for me to yeah. yeah get my get my act together so when Maximilian yeah get the full name in <laughs> when he arrived what was it like well first of all you were quite lucky actually because you know so many of us have the 35 in our head that they you know so many experts tell us that our fertility drops off a cliff at that stage but you were quite lucky at 37 you got pregnant fairly quickly yeah, yeah. didn't you I was lucky I like literally straight away but I think there's lots of different reasons why I wonder sometimes I wasn't on the pill 
a lot of people are on the pill for many years. Controversial, oh, I know, but right. we just say that. But um, the cancer that's in our family as well is um, estrogen sensitive, so it's best not to be on a pill. Wow, that's like interesting. That. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I sometimes think with that, and then I eat a lot, and I don't work out an awful lot. <laughs> And sometimes I think maybe, you know, I don't know. Who knows? But you weren't you can just... stressed about it, were you? Mm. Like you were in a relaxed state of well, mind? Well, I remember the, when we tried, I I had a pregnancy test a kit from years before and I used it um, and it said I wasn't pregnant. Now, it was a really old one. And so I remember because I was going to Galway races and um, then I thought oh my god I'm not pregnant I thought it would just happen for me like there you know it would be no bother and I thought what is Will doing with somebody who's nearly 40 when he should be with somebody who's nearly 30 for goodness sake but then I went to uh, a pharmacy and they were like can tell you within two weeks there were these new digital ones mm. which have been around for ages but my one was the one I tried was sold and I actually did the pregnancy test and I was pregnant so I had all I for about a week I had all these fears and then a week later I was two and a half weeks pregnant so how did um, you feel seeing the positive result uh well I was meeting a friend of mine Kathy O'Connor the stylist um in the chop house and I had bought it on my way down um to meet her and just had it in my handbag ran up the stairs and peed in it and then put it down thinking I wasn't pregnant and just kind of glanced in it and it went oh <gasps> I thought, wow. oh my goodness, I can't believe it. And then I was like, I better not tell. Well, and I find it very hard to keep anything in, as you know. And so had the quickest cup of coffee with her ever, rang Will, and was like, you'll never guess what, I rang oh. it. And uh, he was like, he was down in Navin looking at a car. <laughs> and uh, he was like, where are you? And I said, I'm walking, I'm going to walk back to the house. So I walked along um, Waterloo Road. And funnily enough, there were five dining chairs out on the table, free out on the road, free to a good home. And I secured those on the, on the trip home. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, we need a few chairs because we just moved into our house. Hilarious. And then Will came to pick me up and I, I sat in them. And they would like to fend off people. I was like, these are the mine. Your kitchen I'm, that we filmed many in a yeah, close Yeah, those chairs were <laughs> dragged off the street on Waterloo Road, yeah. <clears throat> so, um... So he, Will got the news that he was going to be a dad and he had five new half-rotten <laughs> chairs that had been thrown out of the house. <laughs> yeah, so that was very exciting. And so, but as you know, because we, we talk about this a lot, Will and I are really into astrology. Yes. So Will is Sagittarius and I'm a Leo and you're Aries, I know. That's right. Yeah, that's why we get on very well. <laughs> so we literally, so we had decided we'd like to have an Aries um a child as well if, if possible so that we could literally get on like a house on fire and so Will is an engineer so he was the one going okay this is when you need to do it and uh, yeah so engineering your dates your cycle uh, yeah. when you're going to ovulate I no this... notion I still barely know about the birds and the bees <laughs> what goes on Will it to sit me down and explain it all to me you are and hilarious I know so then when Maximilian arrived yeah was it a shock to the system did you take to it naturally having you know reared siblings yeah. before it wasn't a huge shock. I was just so happy that I had a healthy child. Yeah. That was the most important, you know, because I had this terrible anxiety while I was pregnant that perhaps it wasn't all going to work out. And then I couldn't even tell anyone in case that I, you know, it manifested itself. And I was, you know, seeing magpies everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and they're a sign of what? <laughs> now I always say when you see a magpie, say one for joy. 
yeah. always change it. Yeah. But um, deep spiritual <laughs> Trina is in the house. But um, I... So relief was kind of the number yeah, one. Yeah, it was relief. Emotion. I'm just so like happy to have this lovely little bit. And being 30, I was 39 when I had Maxi. I was really ready for it because... Yeah. You know, I knew I was never going to be a Victoria's Secret model. You know, I didn't mind. <laughs> I, Damn, I had, there goes my yeah, beach body. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm like, Did, I'm fine yeah. with that. And I had been out so much. you been know, to every party. Did, yeah, exactly. Mm. That I didn't miss that. I think it must be so hard to be a younger mum yeah. and try to keep up with your social life and your uh, fitness, fit fam goals and all that sort of thing. I was at a really nice stage in my life to, to have a baby, I think. Yeah. Um, so being 39. And so took to it really easily. Now I was very lucky. My mum, Margaret, was amazing. Oh my goodness. She, like, we have such a great relationship. I think when you become a mum, you completely have a whole new re- relationship with your own mum. And, you know, all the things I took for granted. Now I'm just like, oh my goodness, mum, how... Did you, like, did she did eight children did she? I had one and I was like oh you know but um so I took to it quite easily because I had great support Will like I said was born to be a dad my mum was fantastic um we were at a very nice stage in our relationship as well um I'm very lucky I can work from home a lot so it kind of slotted in quite easily like sometimes I feel bad that I'm always like I love being a mum I'm so grateful for having children where sometimes you know you hear people talking about um, how it's wrecked their lives and their body and all these things. And I am just like all like fluffy and happy and, you know, love hearts coming out of my eyes when I talk about my children. But babies get bad press a lot. Yeah, yeah people they? just talk about the sleep deprivation. They don't mention the fun and, yeah. you know, and I, the I, that, love and the payoff yeah. that you get from everything Absolutely. you put into them. Yeah, I now, know. breastfeeding. Oh, right. Go on. Talk okay. to me about the boobs. That well, you were fond of your boobs beforehand, weren't you? Well, I remember doing our prenatal. Is it prenatal class? Yeah. Antenatal, prenatal. When you do it before. Antenatal. <laughs> you should know this. Antenatal. Your, how many children? It's your eighth pregnancy, isn't it, Karen? <laughs> um, we actually did it with uh, Pippa O'Connor and did Brian you? Ormond, yeah. It was so, a showbiz one, was it? Especially was for celebrities. Yeah, it was in Beverly Hills, <laughs> don't you know? And so um, everyone had to go around the class. The, the teacher, whoever the person in charge said, everyone needs to um, tell us what their favourite bit about being pregnant is. And uh, I was in total show off humour. And I was like, I love the free boob job. I have to get it. Because yeah. it's true, yeah. you get a great set of knockers you sure when do. you are pregnant. And so, um, and I think that's the reason why you don't drink when you're pregnant. Because, well, being me, I just want to show them off. So I'd be like, have you seen these? <laughs> Could you imagine? So then, breastfeeding. I never thought I'd be the, I never thought prior to having babies that I would ever breastfeed. I was so ridiculous when I think that if somebody was breastfeeding near me, I'd be like, look, boobies, boobies, you know, I was, and then I'd be making like, oh, puking um, faces. And then suddenly I'm pregnant and Will is saying it's the most natural thing. And I'm like, yeah, you're so right. I'm going to breastfeed all the babies in Ireland. I, I was born to breastfeed, you know. So I <laughs> come on was to me, yeah, come babies, to me all you, you know. And then I produced so much milk. I was like looking up where I could donate, like, donate milk and wow. everything. But it really hurt though. I wasn't, I found it quite difficult. And 
every time I was only talking this about this recently, every time I took my boobs out, my father-in-law seemed to appear. <laughs> and that's <laughs> not a bad thing, David. Oh but just like every time I, <laughs> uh, like it was not on my list of things to do in life to show my boobs to my oh, father-in-law, no. who's eight years old. But um, and actually, my funniest one of my funniest memories of um, I had a C-section with Maxie, and I was um, you know you you get drugs or whatever and so I'm kind of a bit out of it and there's this girl leaning over me and she's basically you know trying to get the milk going manually you just lick your lips (laughs) get thirsty for a glass of milk (laughs) and so she she was like yeah manually trying to get the old boobies going and are you still like on the operating table practically no we I come back recovery okay and so and Will was there as well they're holding the baby and I'm looking up at her and I'm going, oh, I, I've never had a girl do this to me before. <laughs> and it's the weirdest uh, and she thing. said, oh, the, she's still pretty, you know, um, drugged up, whatever. And Will was like, nope, that's just the way <laughs> she normally is. That. Yeah, exactly. Is, I remember, um, and like that, the first night in Hollis Street and like, you know, at that stage, you've left your dignity at the door, you know. So to have a 21 year old midwife kind of squeezing my boob was, I was fine with it. But it was like, what the hell is happening? Like, isn't it amazing to see your body kick in and yeah. have this bodily function that you haven't known for like 37 years? I know, exactly. 39, crazy? I was 39 by the time 39. I had it. Yeah. So, it's but such I, a bizarre thing. You're like, you kind body? of forget all about it. Like, I'm talking about it mm. now and I'm like, wow, did I really do that? I remember all the nurses when I was leaving. I had Maxie in um, Mount Carmel, actually. And when I was leaving, they were like, all the different ones came in to talk to me. And they were like, and thank you very much for all the, the, the makeover tips. And I was like, what? <laughs> Apparently the first couple of nights, I was so mad out of it. I was like, and um, I think blue sparkly eyeshadow would really bring out the colour in your eyes. And I was like, you must try this lipstick. Oh my goodness, they were like, I'd say they were just sending everyone down. Go on down, talk to <laughs> yeah, one in room 307. One. She is talking some amount of rubbish. Go on, see what kind of makeup she's going to give you. Oh my uh, goodness. What age was Maxie when Minnie came along then? Uh, well, when you got pregnant, how old was Maxie before Maxie's you got pregnant? first birthday, I was uh, pregnant. Um, lovely. And then he, Minnie came along when he was 20 months old. And how did you find that? 202. Oh, I, well, I was really like at 20 months old, they're really becoming a little person. He was my lovely little pal. And um, pal, I said that really cock. <laughs> um, and I kind of missed him a little bit when I had Minnie, even though I loved, obviously loved having a new baby. But um, I remember Will, uh, I had Minnie on the Wednesday, and that evening, Will brought Maxie up but it was too late they wouldn't let him in and so I was really upset that I couldn't yeah. see him he was like missing his mum and Will had him on the phone he was like mama mama and so I was in the room and they rang again and I was like oh are you allowed in and Will said no open the curtains and look out and Will had found the perfect spot that he knew where my window was in the hospital and so the two of them were waving up at me and I was like oh crying. it's such a conflict isn't it because yeah. I felt like I'd betrayed Finn by having another yeah. and it was only kind of other people who said to me it's actually the best gift you've given your yeah. kid having a sibling but it's well, a sorry, strange as, as time they're waving and I'm crying and Max is going mama and the next thing a bus went by oh bus and he was oh. gone yeah <laughs> Boys so buses. Exactly. They do love a bus. It wasn't that traumatic at all. Aww. I was one, oh, you know. And so it was very difficult as well when we first came home from the hospital. I had a C section with Minnie again. Mm. And this time I decided 
I didn't even stay in the hospital 24 hours. The, the doctor had to come in and um, sign me out. I had to sign papers because I just wanted to be at home. I didn't... It was the week before Christmas as well. Okay. And um, I... When I first came home, I thought... I hadn't really thought it through, to be perfectly honest. We come home. Will and I are in the bed. I have Minnie. And we have Maxie still in the cot in our room. And so the first night... Um, put Maxie to sleep and then Minnie <clears throat> excuse me woke up and she started crying then he started crying and I started crying and we were all like <sighs> crying in the room I've had and that. Will is like yeah it was ridiculous but then it all like we decided we had to move Maxie out or did I did I sleep somewhere downstairs with him or something I can't remember you forget everything don't you forget I yeah. know but it all worked out they're still alive and healthy my boobs are still fabulous and it's all yeah, it just works. It, oh, and everything is a stage as well. Yeah. Every single thing. Just when you think, oh my goodness, how am I going to get through this? And then suddenly it's all over and there's a whole new set of problems that you have to deal with. Yeah, when you think your life begins and ends with like mastitis. Yeah, and, oh, I got that Yeah, well. I remember you talking about that. Oh, like that's rough goodness. going on mums, isn't so it? So I had Minnie the week before Christmas and then went down to Skull and West Cork to... Um, to stay the week uh, after Christmas and got mastitis. I think so. I was trying to mind Maxie. I had Minnie with me, obviously my new baby. I was breastfeeding her. My mum was great, but there were a lot of friends over and, you know, it's Christmas time. And so I probably wasn't getting enough sleep. Will was back in Dublin working. And so I get mastitis. So my boobs blew like all my dreams came true. <laughs> my boobs were bigger than my head. Well, one of them was actually. Oh, God. And veins and but everything. Veiny, yeah. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to take antibiotics. I didn't want to take anything. And so my mum decided, no, you need a doctor. So the doctor that arrived, um, how can I say this without giving away any secrets, had been friends with somebody I knew. Oh. And he was like, oh, I, yeah. And as I basically show him my boobs, you know, we've never met before. And he's like, yes, I'm delighted. I, I was hoping we'd meet at some point. And he's there. And can you just unbutton your top now? And I have to show him my oh one huge my boob. God. And then he was like, and you've had a C-section as well about a week ago. I need you to also pull your pants down. So I was like, well, lovely oh. to meet you. Anything else you want to see? Oh my God. And because my belly had been so huge, you know, obviously I'd had a baby in, in there for nine months. As I'm lying there and he's having a look at everything like a stray pubic hair by my belly button and I oh was like my oh my god where did that ha- was I going around in the hospital all last week with that bloody hair sticking out of me? have you ever tried to pull a hair out with your finger and thumb like <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're getting real up close and personal here why do I have to talk an American accent when I'm talking about crazy stuff like you're that you're talking about pubic hair I'm hoping you're going to um, cut that bit out but anyway <laughs> No, 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 it's all uncensored. Um, do you miss anything of your old life? Do you feel like your old self, but just, you know, um, now you have this other huge dimension to your personality? I feel much more connected to the world, I think, now. No, you know, I lived in a little makeup, red lipstick, fluffy, perfume-scented bubble for years. And now I... I'm much more connected. I love being a mum. I uh, I work a lot harder because I have, um, you know, I, I work smarter, I suppose. Before, I don't know what I did before. I, I know what I was doing. I was 
watching old episodes of Expose. Just watching yourself back. Watching myself, net board, <laughs> staring at my pubic hair on my navel. Uh, stray pubic hairs. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> I thought the Tourette's, had, the Tourette's, no, I'm still myself, Karen. The Tourette's is still as bad as ever. Um, and for Minnie, because, you know, you were bold, but in a lovely way. Like, would you mind if she kind of was a little bit of a rock I chick herself? I keep hoping she gets her dad's looks and my brains no no I'm joking I um well she's already such a little independent yeah uh, she has a, that streak yeah, yeah and she has very very independent actually the difference between boys and girls she will not take any help getting dressed in the morning whereas Max is like a big baba I have to put his socks on and he's they have to be twisted a certain way whereas Minnie's like no wants to and sorry the combination of clothes coming down the stairs sometimes as well oh bless uh, her leave a lot to not to the imagination. They're just wild outfits she puts together. Um, Minnie, I think she'll be a lot like Will. Um, he's a very good dad and he's already instilling very good kind of... Um, values? Values. And thank you for helping me out there. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't I was want going... to put words in your mouth, but <laughs> I felt that's where you are yeah. going. And he's very particular about... man. Actually, Will always says that he's like... A single father of three. He's got a teenager, that's me, and then two little kids, you know, because sometimes he's like coming home and he's cooking and he's turning around saying now and I want everyone sitting down properly at the table and then he and he'll turn his back and I'll be turning around sticking my tongue out at him and then he'll look back and he'll be like, Trina, you know, I'm like the biggest kid. Um, But yeah, Minnie is quite the character and so is Maxie. And he's so loving and caring and they're just, Wonderful. I know every child, every parent thinks their children are the most intelligent, the best looking, and I swore I wouldn't be like that. But oh, I no. think my children are geniuses, yeah. and I think they're so talented and good looking. Oh my goodness! <laughs> children of Instagram, are, mine are definitely <laughs> the best looking children ever, and I tell them every single day. Um, and you're very open with your kids on Instagram and social media. Yeah. Like, do you second guess yourself on that? Because some people nope. are really anti that. Yeah. Are you happy to put them out there? Are they happy when mommy takes out her phone and you're yeah. chatting away? Is it just, it's all very kind yeah, of natural? it's always just been how yeah. it's been. So yeah. I've never really thought too much about it. Sometimes we'll be like, really, Trina, did you have to um, Instagram Maxi to- being toilet trained? Um, I've put a photo up. I decided one day I'm going to toilet train them. And uh, his cousin Rose, who's much younger than them, had stayed over and some of her clothes were still there. So there was a little pair of um, knickers. Yeah. And so I was like, first thing you need, take the nappy off, give them a pair of pants. But they were girls knickers. And so, (laughs) but like, what's the difference? They were yellow and white striped. And uh, so I put a funny photo up of him sitting um, on the toilet, on the big, on the proper toilet, uh, saying, decided I'm whatever it was toilet training maxi today and will was like really trina did you have to do that and i was like didn't even think that it and i did have a few people going why are you doing this but it was just perfectly normal and now that they're older like many will go instagram me mum really oh, yeah and, and is the feedback good from people generally yeah i'm mm. very lucky um i seem to have really nice followers on yeah. on social media and i know there's been a lot of a witch hunt on lately where people have been really nasty and I was saying to Will recently oh my god do you think um do you think they'll come after me for anything and Will was like Trina you don't have to worry you're like Trump everyone's always known he's been 
you know, hanging out with strippers and all that sort of thing. <laughs> You're okay. And I've never tried to pretend that I'm perfect. Like yes. that's the thing with me. There's nothing I disingenuous will. about yeah, you. Exactly. And what you see is what you get, you know. So um so yeah, they've always been kind of in my story. When I had Maxie up in um Mount Carmel, the very next morning, uh Elaine from at the time it was called the midday show. Yeah. Uh rang and said, Can we do a live link up to you um in your hospital room? Uh after having Maxie. Sure I would still do Lally after having the C section. And it I'd say Did you do it? Yeah. It you was I'm digging that tape out. More, Did you actually do I it? I was basically going, and I love the cornflakes <laughs> in my bowl and I love the carpet on the floor. And I want to say thank you to Nurse Malloy all the way from Castlebar who helped us out here tonight. I was Actually, I think Fiona Looney was actually laughing down her sleeve because I was just like, everyone, everyone needs to have a baby. God is love, people. Love. Everyone must be. It was mortifying. And so many people always say, I remember you. Weren't you on television after Trina, you had your baby? hilarious. I was. Did you put on makeup or anything? Did it like, was it like Kate Middleton? No, it was only Did anyone a do... phone in. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I was, no, I, they didn't come down with the camera. The camera was there and everything. And you're <laughs> I like, can't show you my titties now as well. No, 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 no. It was just a, a, a f- and I gave them a photo, I think. Actually, yeah, because I did have one. I was so proud of breastfeeding. Yeah. And I remember oh. having um, a photo of me with Maxie. And I think Colette Fitzpatrick said a few months later, she's like, I can't believe you had that photo of you with Maxie, with your, you know. And I was like, with what? She thought that Maxie's nose was my nipple. <laughs> and if you look at the photo, I have Maxie's head clutched into my boob. And it does look, his nose does look like a nipple. It could go either way. It's a very funny photo. I should give you that for the post podcast. <laughs> That'll be the picture that I <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This Is it a nose or a nipple? Nose or nipple. That's going to be part of the quiz we run. Um, as parents, we're often, often winging it and making it up as we go along. Have your kids taught you anything about yourself that you didn't know prior to having them? Ooh, what have they taught me? Let me think. Uh... That I have great patience, I suppose. That I never knew I had that. That I can multitask. Uh, the love. Like, there's... It's a whole different, like, love that you have for your children that is unbelievable, that you just feel in your stomach, that melts you. Um, love. Love, love, love. It's all about love. It, it actually is. And if you could talk to the new mum, Trina, like, okay. coming back from Mount Carmel, what would you say to her? Would you give her any advice in those early days? Um, what would I say to, I suppose, be a bit more present because I didn't really take much maternity leave and I was constantly going, oh, what must I do now? So I was very like, you know, making plans and really wanted to get stuck into having the second baby. I wanted to do it all as fast as I could and I wanted to move every stage along really quickly. I think, enjoy it all. There's no rush. Enjoy every day, you know, enjoy every stage and stop trying to fly through everything I think that's what I would say that's yeah. really interesting um, and then finally finish the sentence being a mum has made me has made me being a mum has made me a better version of myself I'm so that. cheesy gorgonzola is flying out of my <laughs> pores right now I'm sweating gorgonzola over here would you like to eat some have you any cravings for cheese Karen <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but if you were like a block of ice right now, I'd be tearing into you because that's what I'm craving right now. Trina, it's always so lovely to be in your company and I nearly wish we had a camera on you because you look so glam with the false eyelashes and your Mazzoni trainers and everything. Um, thank you so much. And, and I smell really good for people that... <laughs> Not cheesy at all. Not cheesy at all. Uh, Trina, thank you so much. Thank you.